Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you want to get somewhere, I believe, in the property industry, you need to be constantly on, you know, on, on the game and, and reading and learning and, and, and keeping up with everything. This is Property Invest Story, where we talk to successful property investors, find out more about their stories, mindset and strategy. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we continue our conversation with 21-year-old property investor Jack Henderson who owns a property portfolio worth $3 million. Keep listening to discover how Henderson's fearless mindset assisted him with property investment, his investment strategy and the advice he'd like to share with young investors. Due to his youth and inexperience in the industry, Henderson had a rough start to his property investment journey with many professionals in the field never taking him seriously. Not only was his inexperience a problem, he also found it difficult to secure investment properties with the limited funds he had. It was uh, heart-wrenching a little bit, you know, so you go and find a property that you think is perfect, yes, I'm going to purchase it and you put an offer in and, you know, the agent sometimes didn't even get back to you and or, or you get a message that said, oh, we've accepted another offer that's on the table or something like that. So. The mindset, I guess, was, was you know, it had to be strong, but I knew I was approved. I had the money sitting there and I just had to find the property, you know. I guess it would be more heartbreaking if you kept getting knocked back and you didn't know 100% that you had the money sitting there to buy the property. But before I purchased, I had the money sitting there, so I knew it was just a matter of time. I had to find the right property and it would, it would come, I guess. Henderson has thus learned to educate himself on investment property first before talking to professionals about it the biggest thing is education so it's not much good going into a property and, and not knowing what it's worth or you know or, or not knowing anything about the area you need to know what you're looking for you need to know what the price point is so when you go into that property and you talk to the agent you can be confident and know what you're talking about you know so i i, I don't think it's much good going oh, i want to buy a property or you know i've read on the internet that this is a good area i'll go oh, you know go in there and oh, what's this worth so you need to you need to know your numbers and you need to know the area that you want to purchase in and why you want to buy there and it makes it a lot easier, I think. For him, knowledge equates to power and control in purchasing property. You know, you're not going to know every area. You're not going to know every street and suburb because you don't do it every day. But it's there's a lot of information on the internet now. And if you reach out to a lot of buyers agents and a lot of people, mortgage brokers, for example, that they, they will help. You know, they, they want to help you. A lot of people out there think that people don't want to help you. But if you reach out to someone and ask for assistance or help, I'm sure a lot of the time they will help. Henderson recommends investors to rely on others and approach professionals for help with their investment decisions. 
it's it is daunting, you know, just a random person reaching out to who you look up to or as an expert. And, but I mean, a lot of the time they'll get back to you. And now, especially with Instagram, Facebook, all that type of stuff, it's so easy to get in contact with people. You know, it's a click of a button on their profile to message them and say, you know, and reach out. So you, a lot of the time, you don't have to pick up the phone and talk, you know, face to face sort of thing. The young investor believes that it is important to reach out to an informative and experienced crowd of investors to further your own property investment journey. Chris is, is my mentor and he's an amazing friend to me and, and helps me with a lot of things but he's introduced me to a lot of people as well, so to the mortgage brokers and the legal side of things and then wealth management and all that type of stuff. So I've got a lot of different people in my corner at a young age and then and then I've reached out to a lot of people too, so a lot of different buyers, agents and and, and stuff like that. And I've went and had lunch and coffee with them. And, and, and to them, it's no benefit, you know, that they're not getting anything out of me. It's they're helping me. And that's what I mean. A lot of people don't think people want to help. But if you reach out to someone and, you know, a lot of the time they will, will take some time to have a chat and, and, and put you in the right direction. With so many seminars on property investment nowadays, Henderson believes that information and learning experiences are everywhere. And there's that many like free seminars now, even paid seminars. Like if it costs a hundred dollars to go to a seminar, it's it's worth every cent. I think if you get one thing from that seminar, it's worth a hundred dollars. And you've got like podcasts and 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 YouTube and all that type of stuff. And a lot of the times, if you have an issue, it's on the internet and it's been answered already. So so yeah, if you if you seek, you will find. I, I believe. Henderson's property investment strategy is very similar to an experienced investor, Chris Gray's, as he looks up to Gray as a mentor and follows his advice in investing in properties in blue chip suburbs. It's very similar to Chris's. I mean, it's, it's a spitting image of his actually. Um, I mean, it's buying in, in the blue chip suburbs, 5 to 15Ks from your CBDs. You know, you've got the high disposable incomes with the professionals living there. Um, I believe you need to have some sort of scarcity with your property. You know, I mean, there's a million two-bedroom apartments in the eastern suburbs of Sydney and a lot of them are the same. So, there has to be some sort of scarcity to your property. Um, you know, there's obviously a minimum square meterage that I go for. You know, it's always great to have... Uh, you know, park. I mean, parking's another thing. You need to have parking. It's it's a non-negotiable. Um, and and that's pretty much it, I guess. There's a, there's a few variables that you know come and go with your properties, but I believe they're the main things. Is is scarcity, parking, and and you know if you can be in a blue chip suburb, then I, I think that's where you need to be for the long term, definitely. Henderson bought his other two investment properties due to their location in the inner suburbs of their respective cities as well. It's, it's still a great eastern suburbs or it's at the bottom and it's it's not one of you know people's favorite suburbs but it's still in the eastern suburbs of sydney and it's close to sydney cbd um bar beach in newcastle it, i use the same principles in sydney because i mean not enough people too many people know newcastle but bar beach is is virtually the coochie or bondi of newcastle um so i still use the same principles there um but yeah i guess i guess that's where I sort of stand with with the properties because I think in the long term, you know, so you, you can go and try and find the next hot spot, you know, and, and make 20% capital growth in the next two years or, or you know, to try land banking or, you know, the new airport's going in. But I think if you look at, you know, say the past 30 years of, of suburb performance, you can get a good indicator of what the next 30 is going to be like. And I think when you look at inner, inner city suburbs, they're, they're always the, the best performing. For Henderson, the main quality he looks for in potential investment properties is whether or not they have distinguishable and desirable features. You're not always going to get scarcity. I mean, 
scarcity can be can be different i guess i mean some some apartments are going to have say a courtyard or or you know north facing or a big balcony or say you know two car spaces all that sort of stuff but if you can get something that makes your property stand out from the rest i think it's it's definitely something you should go for Coming up after the break, we'll delve further into Henderson's property strategy where he shares how he keeps from getting discouraged after being unable to purchase a property. So it's finding a happy medium, you know, you're not going to get every property. There's people out there with, you know, a lot of money and they don't really care if they have to pay on a property if they really want that property. His ambitions to become a buyer's agent? Well, I want to move into becoming a buyer's agent. So that, that's a massive step I want to take. Where he gets his answers when confused about something related to property investment? I think it's just searching the internet, listening to podcasts, and there's that many of them out there now. And And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum, and you're listening to Property Investory. Are you looking at buying or investing in property? Don't panic. Property is still a great investment. Is it now the time to buy, sell, or hold? Find out from Australia's leading industry experts on how to take advantage of today's market. You'll learn the secrets to renovating for profit or gain the knowledge, skills and motivation to invest at the first home buyer's masterclass, plus much, much more. Whether you're a new or experienced investor, you can't miss the Sydney Property Buy Expo on the 7th, 8th and 9th of September. Use the promo code PI for a three-day free pass valued at $50. For tickets and more information, visit propertybuyexpo.com.au. Henderson opted to buy apartments rather than houses, not only because of his budget restrictions, but because he believes they are recession-proof. Yes, in the eastern suburbs of the city was my budget. I sort of can't afford a three or four million dollar house in, in Bondi. But I guess... Those sort of apartments are, are recession-proof in, in my eyes. I mean, there's, there's always going to be people that can rent them. You know, in, in, in a GFC, you know, say a four or five million dollar house, there's not a great deal of people that can afford to buy a four or five million dollar house. So if you need to offload that, that property in, 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 you know, a quick, quick time frame, then it's going to be hard to sell where, you know, there's a thousand people that can afford, you know, your, your sub sort of a million dollar properties in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. So, yeah, the way I look at it, they're sort of recession-proof in a way. Yeah. Well, actually, when you're going through that process of buying those properties in both Coogee and Maroubra, what was the competition like or the, the amount of buyers coming through? Oh, incredible. Like, this, you know, you go to one property and there's 30 or 40 people at an open. So, yeah, the, the, the competition's insane. But I guess a lot of people as well are uneducated and a lot of people overpay massively for property. Um, so it's finding a happy medium. You know, you, you're not going to get every property. There's people out there with, you know, a lot, a lot of money and they don't really care if they have to pay on a property if they really want that property. So I guess it's, you know, just just searching and searching and searching until you find the property and you get it for, you know, the price point you think's right and, and you go from there. If Henderson had the chance to meet himself five years ago, what would he say to him? Nothing really. I wouldn't change anything I've done personally. I think it's a journey. You know, you're not going to get everything correct and right, especially at this young age. So, if I met myself five years ago, I'd, I'd probably just say, "Do do what you're doing. I guess do what you're going to do." So yeah, there's nothing I'd, I'd change. I mean, 
uh, so you can look back in hindsight and think, you know, I wish I would have done that different or I wish I would have, you know, said that or do this, but you, you're not going to get everything perfect. And I guess the more things you get wrong, the more things you learn from in a way. In regards to his future, Henderson not only aims to grow his property portfolio, but also wants to become a buyer's agent. Well, I want to move into becoming a buyer's agent. So, that, that's a massive step I want to take. So, that, that's what I'd say I'm most excited about is, is maxing my portfolio with my current income that I'm on and then, and then you know, finding a way to move into the buyer's agent career and, and get started with that. Okay. Uh, why, why particularly buyer's agent? Because there's so many different things you could do in real estate. That's, yeah, that is an p- interesting career path to go into. I, I guess oh, I'm just extremely passionate about property. I mean, I, I could sit on the computer and, and research, you know, 24 hours a day literally about property and I love learning about it. And I think if I can help, especially the millennial generation, you know, get into the property market and then do what I'm sort of doing, that would be a great feat for me. Henderson's goal to become a buyer's agent comes from his ambitions to help young aspiring investors delve deeper into the industry. I'd love to be able to help yeah, yeah, my generation and even the younger generation again get into the property market and make the right decisions and, and, and put the right support team around them so they can you know continue to prosper into the future. Well, do you have a... a, a... I sort of sort of covered this as well already, but do you have a, a why behind why you're building this portfolio as well? I guess. I mean, I guess the, the other question is why not? Like, why not try and better yourself and and you know make the future bright for yourself? So that that's my thing. I mean, if I wasn't doing it, sort of, what would I be spending my money on? You know, I'd be sort of pissing it up against the wall, going out on weekends and on all the rest of it. So I guess I've got nothing to lose. You know, literally, I don't. If, if the properties don't go up in value, which they already have, and, and it costs me, you know, cost me my interest. Then, then so be it. But I think why not? I mean, I've got nothing to lose in a way. So I think if I can better myself and, and make my my financial future bright, then I'll go for it. That's a really really good way to look at it. And yeah, it's funny that that you're able to look at it from that point of view as well too, because. A lot of people are doing or investing into property or doing whatever they're doing right now for desperation because they need to rather than why not. That's the thing is you don't have to get into property, you know. It's just because, you know, it's all over the news and social media that you need to buy property. There's so many other paths you can go down to make, you know, a financial future for yourself. It doesn't have to be through property but, you know, property works for me and that's why I do it. But there's shares and, you know, now there's crypto and all the rest of it. But I don't support it. But, you know, it, it's, people have made a lot of money with it. So, there's, there's, you can do it. Henderson personally is not a huge fan of books and prefers to watch YouTube videos and listen to podcasts to learn more about property investment. I'm not a massive reader of books because I think a lot of the time if I have a specific question I want answered, I'll go looking for that specific answer where a lot of the times books don't give you a specific answer. But I guess, um, you know, it's a good, everyone to start on is Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I believe. It's pretty uh, known that that's a, a great starting point for any sort of financial advice to teach you about, you know, your assets and liabilities and all that type of stuff. So, if there was a book I'd say read, it'd be Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But a lot of the time, I think it's just searching the internet, listening to podcasts, and there's that many of them out there now. And and, and YouTube and Facebook and all the rest of it. Yeah, there's just so much great content out there.
and it, a lot of it's free like it, it doesn't cost anything you know people give away all this incredible information and it's free and then you can go and pay 20 or thirty thousand dollars for a buyer's agent you know like it, it's, it's literally tens of thousands of dollars of, of information sitting there at your fingertips for free there's a lot of rubbish out there but i mean if you if you get it off reputable people and, and reputable brands i guess you, you should be pretty right i think The piece of advice most attributing to his success is a famous quote, if there's a will, there's a way. I really think there's one piece of advice that I've, that I've received, I think. I guess it's just if there's a will, there's a way. I mean, if you want it bad enough, you'll get it. I mean, I don't really have one piece of advice that someone said, you know, do this and you'll succeed sort of thing. But I just believe that if you really want it, then you'll get it. You know, you'll find a way to get it. Henderson also believes that people should be less fearful of asking others for help. I don't really have a great deal of fear when it comes to asking for help, you know. A lot of people have tall poppy syndrome, I believe, in Australia. They don't want to ask for help. They seem too good or something like that. But, if you know, if I need help with something, I go and ask. And I believe that that, that uh, helps me a lot. And and I love learning as well. So that also that also was a great attribute to me. And like if you buy a property, you know, say this year and you don't buy one for another three years, the amount of things that change in that three-year time frame is ridiculous. So you need to be – if you want to get somewhere, I believe, in the property industry, you need to be constantly on, you know, on on the game and, and reading and learning and, and, and keeping up with everything. And to conclude this episode, where can listeners go to contact you? So Facebook probably, so just look me up on Facebook, Jack Henderson and uh, you know, send me a message or add me and I'm, I'm more than happy to help people in any way I possibly can. So yeah, don't be shy. Thank you to Jack Henderson, our guest on this episode of Property Invest Story. If you want to hear more about his journey, visit our website at propertyinveststory.com. Simply type in the search bar, Jack Henderson and select that episode to learn more about his story. Also, are you looking at buying property in 2018? Would you like expert tips and advice on the best ways you can purchase property? Whether you're a new or experienced investor, learn from the experts by downloading the Property Investment Buying Handbook. It contains the best tips and advice from 37 of Australia's leading property experts. Simply visit propertyinveststory.com and subscribe to get your copy right now. Thanks for listening.